Hey friends, I'm Ashley. Hey you guys. I'm Lainey. And this is Haunted Real Estate. Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome back. Sorry about our extended absence. It is not because we don't love doing this, because we really do. And I love researching and it's fun. Literally, like Casey will play his video games and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do my video games and I'm going to go research and I think it's fun. But it's just been really busy work-wise and I don't know if y'all know this, but you don't get paid to do a podcast unless you have sponsors, which we don't. We're not getting paid? No. All right. Bye, guys. It's been nice. (laughs) So this is really just for fun. So we're here when we can be here and we are recording a few episodes today. So you should have episodes at least for a couple of weeks. And then we're going to do our best to try and have more of a consistency. Um, We're working with our equipment to try and, you know, record remotely. So we don't, Lainey doesn't have to drive, you know, 45 minutes here every single time that we have to record. So it's all a work in progress. Okay. It's all about progress, not perfection. We will figure it out, and yes, I too apologize. I think about you all the time and see you in my dreams, <laughs> but I also do enjoy spending time with my big sister, so this is just a fun thing we like to do, and sorry to keep you waiting. So today, we have a San Antonio episode, and we actually have two San Antonio episodes that we're recording today, but they won't be posted on the same day. Um, because we love San Antonio and shout out to our fam in San Antonio. Hey, Aunt Julie, shout out to you and to our cousin, Brian Sup? and his wife, Valerie. Hey girl. And Alex. What up, dude? <laughs> his wife, Jessica. <laughs> hey girl. Hey. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Today is a Laney episode. Oh boy. Let's hope this one goes a little bit better today. Welcome. Today we're going to be talking about Hotel Emma, located in San Antonio. I bet you could have guessed that. All right, today we are taking you to San Antonio, Texas, as Ashley said, to Hotel Emma. It's a beautiful, restored luxury hotel, and uh, it's also been publicly praised by the likes of Cher and Charles Barkley. Wait. If I could turn back town. 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 Yes. Sorry. Shout out to uh, Jack. Jack. Just Jack. Just Jack. Uh, Before it became a hotel, it was the largest brewery in Texas and the only one in San Antonio to survive the prohibition. So we're going to dive into a brief history of the structure and the fantabulous story of a woman named Emma. Did y'all know it was about a woman named Emma? Emma. I didn't say Emma. 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 Like Simba. Simba. Scar. Brother. Sorry. <laughs> Help me. Did, you, did I send you that cat video? Yeah. That was like a real life <laughs> Mufasa. Scar and Mufasa moment. Oh my gosh. It was oh so funny. Gosh. Yes, that was adorable. You'll have to find that. It does the whole audio from that part of The Lion King, but it's like a real two cats, and a cat's like falling off a mattress that's up leaning against the wall. And the other cat just, like, lets it go. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. <laughs> Brother! <laughs> no! God, that scene always makes me cry, so I don't know why we're laughing. And now but. that, it, but they, <laughs> yes. the way they did it, it made it funny. Yes. So, this structure was originally built in 1894 across 23 acres as the City Brewery, 
later becoming the Pearl Brewery. And for a time, it was the tallest building in San Antonio, which if you have seen it, it's not tall at all. So it's just funny and considering when, when today's buildings. 1894, so nothing okay. tall then. Okay. So by 1916, it was the largest brewery in Texas. It was designed by Chicago architect August Mar- Maritzen in a second empire style. Martzen specialized in breweries, designing more than 80 in his career in the U.S., Canada, South Africa. And I just have to point out that it would be really cool to be an architect that specializes solely in breweries. Mm -hmm. He's the Ted Mosby of beer. Interesting. Interesting. Anyways, so the hotel is named after Emma Kohler. She ran the Pearl Brewery for nearly 20 years. But not many people know the story of how Emma took over. According to the backstory on the hotel's website, Emma's husband Otto Kohler, both of them, by the way, are German immigrants. Otto, so were my people from San Antonio. I think uh, there's a lot of German immigrants there, there in the are. 1800s. Well, a definite, definitely in Texas. Well, but my, you know, mine's Manger Hotel that I'm doing, so. Oh. They're like right down the street. They're not far from each other at all. But it's but they're both German immigrants that made these hotels. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. And a brewery. Yeah, and yours is by the Alamo. And I was listening to something about Hotel Emma and the girls, <laughs> Alamo City. And I was like, Alamo, what is that? Alamo. I was like, Alamo. How you stupid bitch! I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy because you kind of lose credibility after that because it seems like most people know of the Alamo. 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 Okay, yes, but I'm yeah. not gonna lie. That's kind of a laney thing to say. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm trying. Trying to think of one of those. Can words I get that you some said. Parmesian garlic? Oh yeah, please? Parmesian. <laughs> <laughs> what is feng shui? Feng shui. Yes. Oh my god. See, you remember? Yeah. Feng shui. Do you mean feng shui? Yes, feng shui. <laughs> feng shui at the time was not a word I've ever seen spelt out, so that was confusing. Parmesan? That was just I, a moment. I just should have been kicked out of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> You're dismissed. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so Otto, uh, he was the president of the Pearl in its heyday in the early 20th century. The couple lived a happy life together until she was severely injured in a car crash in 1910, leaving her bedridden and in need of full-time care. So Otto sought out to hire a full-time live-in assistance to care for his wife. He found the perfect person, a young woman in her 20s, who was also a German immigrant. Her name was Emma. So we're going to call her Emma too in this story. Emma, too, or Emmy as she sometimes went by, was described as a petite woman with sparkling hazel eyes. People say that about me, too. But your eyes are brown, but okay. They're sparkling. Oh. I was like, nobody says you're sparkling hazel eyes. They're brown. Sparkling caramel. (laughs) Fine. Poop brown. (laughs) However, it wasn't long after that... Emma, too, started working there that Otto had an affair with her. Otto did not do much to hide his affair either. It was very much in the open. Uh, After all, his wife was bedridden, and he was considered one of the wealthiest men in the South, so no one would dare judge or confront him. I already know my 1800s or 1900s Southern bitch self would just be like, did you see Otto with that other Emma? 
and just feeling bad for Emma number one, just lying in bed ill. I do have to add in real quick, though. It kind of reminds me of, like, there's something else I'm thinking of, but, it, like, the skeleton key where the guy's trapped in the body and can't talk, but he can see everything around him. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, that movie stresses me out. Like, I know Emma could talk, Emma one, but, like, she had to have seen something. Mm-hmm. And if nobody was gossiping about it, I'd be shocked. Yeah. No, I. it just makes you feel bad. Like, is there anything on her two cents on that? I'm guessing not. There probably is if I dove in a little bit deeper, but yeah, I probably should have dove deeper and talked more about maybe background. I I know I didn't see much about Emma and Otto's relationship much further, just that they came from Germany and Otto learned about the brewery business and then rose to fame. I feel like Germans are born knowing about the brewery business. I know. They just come here and they start making their own beer. Beer and And it's very common in Texas. Beer and brats. Exactly, but I like the beer more than brats. I mean, I do like brats, okay? Get off your high horse, calm down. What okay, do I you like mean you don't them. eat no meat? <laughs> I thought you were eat no brats. No brats? <laughs> I eat brats every day. <laughs> so, to continue, what do you know? Emma, too, decided to invite a friend to come to stay with her. Also a German immigrant and a nurse. She introduced Otto to her tall, blonde friend, who was said to be extremely attractive and alluring. Her name was Emma. Okay, Otto has a type. He has a type, for sure. All you have to do is be named Emma. And be a nurse. And be from Germany. His wife wasn't a nurse. True. She was ill. True debt, sister. She attracted the nurses. (laughs) Yes. Maybe that's what his plan was all along, Mary Emma That would be messed up. To be like a, f- a flycatcher to the other Emmas of the world. That is messed up. <laughs> yes, so messed up. Uh, so, we've got Emma 1, Emma 2, and uh, Emma 3. Tall, hot, blonde. That was mentioned so much. I was like... Tall, I, hot, blonde? Yes. Oh my gosh. She's just tall, hot, blonde. And then Emma 2 is uh, petite. Okay, well you're uh, talking to two brunettes with brown eyes, so... Uh, not yeah. the audience for the tall, hot blonde. Also, we're not that tall. True. Uh, yeah. Five four is not tall at all. I'm five three. So. Oh. Hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, so now that we have the the three Emmas, uh, can you just take a little guess what? Otto decided to do next. Stop having an affair, an affair and stay loyal to his wife. No. Okay. Otto. I didn't really think that, but <laughs> I, I was hoping it. Well, it's better than Emma Four. Um, anyways, so Otto decided to buy a little house on Hunstock Avenue near the Interstate 37 and I-10. And he let them both live there so he could have affairs oh with my both God, of he them. Had f- he had his mistress's bunk together yes knowing they were both having an affair with him what kind ladies do better do better you can do better the autos of the world aren't your only option do better right i just can't imagine like like my best friend julie and i staying in a house like waiting for the same guy to get home so we could both like Mm -mm. what Mm -mm. i just don't i feel like i know they're they're friends or were before, but... That's a way to ruin a friendship. Right? 
and, just, and all over this douchebag. I know. Oh, but, gosh. you know, if you have the money and if they're up for it, then, yeah, shack up all your, all your hoes in one house. Anyways, so Otto was worried a little bit after some time about Emma 2's loyalty to him, so he did. Okay, Otto, are we really <laughs> talking about loyalty, <laughs> you freaking Dirt bag. I know. Uh, he, he was. I don't want to hear Otto's thoughts on loyalty. <laughs> For real. Like, gosh. I mean, I know it's a podcast, so you can't see our faces, but that would just be one of those comments. You're like, mm hmm, mm hmm. Really, Otto? Really? She's making the face like she's like slowly swallowing like turds. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And was that really what you think about loyalty, Otto? <laughs> what is that movie from that you're. I don't know. You're mimicking something. I know I am, but I don't know what it is. Oh, I feel like it's something that Ben Stiller did. That sounds like a Ben Stiller thing. We'll figure it out later. Yeah, figure it out later. Anyway, so he decided to put the house under Emma 3's name. This was to ensure that if Emma 2 left him, you know, out of jealousy, uh, that he wouldn't also lose the cottage. So, you know, got to have a plan. Okay. He also gave the two women a monthly allowance. Uh, $125 for Emma 2 a month and $50 to Emma 3 a month. Uh, but again, Emma has the cottage. Emma 3. And that's probably at least a few thousand dollars back then each month. So oh, it's, yeah. it's a pretty healthy stipend. Very healthy. So there are some conflicting stories that I found. One is that shortly after Emma 2 did end up leaving Otto and married another man and left, Otto had proposed to Emma 3 but Emma 3 would not allow him to do that to Emma 1. So I don't know where her standards were before. So was he going to divorce Emma 1? So again, I'm going to go by the story that's on their website. On the Emma yeah, Hotel website? Yeah, on Emma's website. Because like, I found uh, there's a bunch of different stories. We don't know. When I, when I was trying to find if there were hauntings, uh, they said they could see all three Emmas and Otto there. I'm like, none of them died at Hotel Emma. So. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of hotel... There's um, not just hotel hauntings, but a lot of hauntings that... You, it's not because you died there. People go and revisit like important places to them. It just seems made up to me. There are like talks of cold spots and you know, door slamming, but there was nothing really just... I felt stuck out to say this is a haunted hotel. And you, isn't it fun when you have two skeptics doing a podcast called Haunted Real Estate? And you're like, I don't know. You know well, what? Y'all say it's haunted. I've never seen it. Well, it's not <laughs> like one person had this story. It was like, there are saying, or people have said this. Like, people have said they've heard yeah, things. People yeah. have said this. No, I know. But isn't it an interesting history? Like, you might just go make a, a reservation to stay at Hotel Emma, but you have no idea the history. And then you find out that there were three Emmas to the hotel owner and, like, that's the history of it like that's crazy i know when we were in san antonio we had we'd gone to the pearl we had lunch there uh it's an awesome place to go spend the day it was a beautiful day as well um uh, we have a nice picture of ashley and casey in front of hotel emma we did we posted on haunted real estate back in november oh i my bad i was gonna repost it not even remember that oh well you can repost it because it was it was old but yeah it was like full of yourself you want the same picture twice i totally want you to post the same picture (laughs) oh no but it would be like and here's hotel emma again we said we'd do an episode and here we are six months no it wasn't no it it couldn't have been november it was spring break when we went there (laughs) are you so serious that was march (laughs) that was 
March, yes. Okay, I feel really stupid. Yeah, okay, you're right. That was March. You. That's right. We went in November, you didn't go, and then you came for spring break, and that's when we went. So it was March. Correct. So we posted it in March. It's going to be a repost for this episode. Got it. Let's keep going. Again, 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 again. <laughs> Um, anyways, so like I said, I'm going to go with the, the main gist of the uh, website version just because, you know, it's Hotel Emma. So I'm going to pick up where we left off at the girls in the cottage living in their happily ever love triangle. On November 12th, 1914, Otto went to go visit his lovely nurses at the cottage and they started arguing. I wonder what they could possibly argue yeah, about. Yeah, they don't have anything to argue about. I'm positive it was about Otto, and I'm sure Otto was like, ladies, ladies. Please. Was he, do we know what he looked like? Yeah, I could show you a picture. He's not ugly, but he's not handsome either. I mean, he's just. You know, it's one of those things where if, like, if you tell me he's really good looking, I'm like, screw him for using his looks, blah, blah, blah. And if you tell me he's ugly, then I'm like, really like it makes him more fascinating i'm like what about him was attracting three emmas to him well it's like elon musk is a kind of odd odd looking man but i'm sure he could get three emmas to live in a cottage for him or two that's true money yeah, does buy a certain not these shit. ladies but a certain kind of ladies yes yes so yes they're arguing and emma three shot and killed Otto. <laughs> gasp that's crazy. So we don't know what they were arguing about. She shot and killed him. Correct. What? So when the was she pregnant? But he wanted to propose to her, and she said no because she didn't want to do that to Emma. One. That's a, that's what another story said. Then I reverted back to I'm just gonna go with the hotel Emma one, which left out a lot of the details that I read on other stuff. But I, I also don't know if they're true details. Right. I mean, a lot of people write stuff. Dang, what the heck could they have been arguing about that she decided to up and kill him? Like, you're openly having an affair with a man, and what I assume many mistresses want is for them to leave their spouse for you, which he was willing to do, and he didn't, and then she up and killed him. So that just really creates a, a big mystery for me. Why? Well, when I go on to talk about this, it seems like a they were maybe potentially all three. We can talk about this further. Armed. Because when the police arrived at the scene, it was said to look like a small gorilla armory. There was a .25 caliber revolver on the nightstand. A open case knife on the floor. And the murder weapon of a .32 caliber automatic, which was suspected to be the murder weapon. And still hot from being fired. Otto had a broken neck. <gasps> what? Three bullets, one to the head and two to the chest. Wait, wait, wait. How do you get a broken neck? It's not said. Um, I'm gonna. He could have fallen and broken his neck as oh. he was falling to his death. Okay, because that's um, super weird. I wouldn't be surprised because these two women do end up with other men. And it sounds like Emma, too, either was trying to leave Otto, did leave Otto, or left right after this happened. So there could have been a guy that Emma, too, maybe he helped do this. Maybe okay. these girls are stuck in this situation. It was a good idea at first. Maybe they were trying to get money for from him to like give to the guys that they do love. I don't know. There are so many things that could be going on. It's kind of fun to think about because... How did tall, hot blonde shoot him three times and break his neck? And why? Yeah, it's just like, 
And yeah, the breaking two- the neck doesn't make sense because if it's the head and then it's two to the chest, then how did that happen? Yeah, why are there two guns and a knife? Uh, it was just, it's really suspicious. And my favorite freaking part about this, when police asked Emma Three what happened, she said, I'm sorry, I just had to kill him. okay if otto wasn't already a creeper i would be like no that's not an excuse but you know what she probably did yeah for real um and everything i've read has said she said that verbatim just she's not even gonna make up a story or yeah i just had to okay just Just like i had to so after being charged with murder the third emma skipped town she actually traveled to europe and uh, was became a nurse again during the World War One casualties, and then she returned in 1918 to stand trial. The literally towards the end of the war, she came back and was like, "Okay, I was a nurse during the war, but like I'm good now." I wonder if that was more allowed then, like go go help out our soldiers, and then we'll deal with your punishment later. What year really? was it that she killed him? Uh, that was in 1914. Oh, okay, so that was the start of the war. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering if they're like, we, we're not going to charge someone for murder when she might just get shot over there, maybe take care of some people. Yeah. Um, so she did come back. Um, but this I found funny, but also it seems right for the times. The all-male jury. Uh-huh. Oh, that is totally <laughs> right for the times. I know, I'm just, again, tall, hot, blonde. Uh, uh, there should not be an all anything, all white, all male, all female, all anything. You have to have a diverse group of people. Freaking hate that. Okay, I hate go that ahead. Too. Um, you just always hear that. I mean, it was it was an all blank, usually male or an all white male jury. You're like, not yeah. a fair. Automatically, not a fair trial. But go ahead. For sure. For sure. Uh, so they all found her not guilty. Oh my! Can I can I guess why? Can I guess why? Because she was a woman and she couldn't have done it, or something like that. Was that why? There's no why. Just that's the end of that story. That didn't go into the court okay. details. Because I I was gonna say I bet she was found not guilty because it was an all male jury because they couldn't believe a woman would do anything because she didn't poison him with arsenic. So therefore she didn't that do is it. So true. Yes, yeah. that's the only I way guarantee. women could kill. Yeah, back then, that's the only way women killed, so she didn't do it. Move there's, on. There's no way she knows how to hold a gun. Exactly. Annie Oakley much? <laughs> right. And so, anyways, after the drama, supposedly Emma 2 did run off and get married, and she just disappeared out of sight. Emma 3 married, guess what? An auto? <laughs> An auto 2? An F3? No, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? Were there only two names back then? <laughs> Emma married a juror from her trial. What? And eventually they both moved in to the little cottage on Hunstock Avenue. Oh. My. God. That's some wild San Antonio gossip right there. <laughs> know, from right? the Alamo. <laughs> from from El- the Alamo. Alamo City. That's crazy. <laughs> That could be why she's found not guilty, too. And was he the one in the back? Did she? Oh, my God. So what many if, questions. So did she start an affair with him while she was in the trial? Because it has to be unanimous or it's a hung jury and they do another trial again. So was he the one like, y'all, she didn't do it. Or y'all, like, there's not enough evidence to convict her or whatever the situation was. 
Yeah, he could have wounded during or after, or maybe he pulled the trigger and he was a, on the jury, and I don't know. I, you don't this know. Is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, man. I know, I love it. This is what I, I was quite pleased when I was looking for the hauntings, and I was like, the tale of three of us? Jeez. That's just juicy. Please. That's just juicy info at the time. I know, right? So, despite after all that drama, Emma Kohler, M01, she uh, was able to get out of bed. She was uh, in a wheelchair, but she was able to take over the brewery, and she guided the company through Prohibition. What? Yeah. Talk about, like, I'm sorry, bad bitches. Like, I know, a woman. Fook that man. (laughs) I'm getting out of, and that's also mysterious. How, after he died, is she able to get out of bed and run the company was what? he, like, poisoning her or, like, right? keeping her in bed? Is this like the movie The Secret Garden where that kid actually could walk and he wasn't needed to be in a wheelchair? Oh but they I didn't want to think about that. Well, there's a lot of times where you're like, oh, that's really because it's somebody with, like, Munchhouses by proxy or something that oh, was, no. like, keeping you in bed. Like, he wanted to have affairs with other women. Okay, I'm clearly speculating here, but that's very interesting there's so many things to pick apart about this story and like there's so many ways it could go and that's what makes it so fun man i would have been sipping the tea listening to every last word of these stories back in the day i know right now i'm sipping a daiquiri listening to the story in 2023 a hundred and 50 years later yeah um but it's it's also awesome that uh, a female was able to take over and run one of the most successful breweries in Sorry, Texas. A hundred and about thirty years later. Sorry, I was thinking. Huh? For some reason, I was thinking this was like in the eighteen sixties. I like had no idea. Sorry, why. that math wasn't even right either. But I was just I had to go back and correct myself because I was like, wait, why am I sitting here thinking of eighteen fifty nine? That's because that's the Manger Hotel, and I'm just so I just had my timeline. But you said this was the eighteen ninety four that this started. Yes, uh, that's when the hotel or the the brewery was built. Okay, okay. that was eighteen hundreds. We're now in nineteen eighteen. Yeah, okay. Um, and that that is a that is a cool place to go to the the Pearl. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I felt like, like time to I like scroll scroll too far, so I was trying to find my place. Um, so Emma took over the brewery and guided the company through the prohibition. As other breweries were shutting down, Emma was able to keep her entire workforce employed by converting operations into dry cleaning, auto repair, making soda, making ice cream. Yeah. They were just doing all the things to make sure employees kept their jobs and that they were still in production even though they couldn't legally make beer. That's awesome yes because we talk it's so brief but during um for manger hotel because it's very similar that all these places it's like covid like prohibition was kind of the covid at the time yeah where it's like you have to survive these things like restaurants hotels bars taverns inns all those things like had to survive during prohibition Mm -hmm. man that's just bonkers and like it was almost like the similar during covid that unless you were like serving food or something you were shut down because like bars weren't a necessity. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. Sorry. There's like a weird connection I made. No, I, I'm still upset about it because I lost my amazing skills at shooting pool. Uh, so was there for a, oh, I literally had no idea what you were going to say. I lost my amazing skills at what? 
a lot of things. <laughs> See, that was that was the opposite of prohibition. There was a lot of drinking and uh, COVID. It, yeah, that honestly, yeah, that is the sad part of COVID. Is that that didn't help. You know what else is a happy part though? Hmm. I got my little vaccine. Oh yeah, Lainey needed a friend. Yeah, I needed to stop <laughs> drinking alone <laughs> on Zoom calls. I had to get a. We were doing family calls over Zoom, and Lady was sitting there with her whiskey. <laughs> hey guys, I miss you. And it would be like us and like three uh, us, Megan, Laura, my family, um, like like me, my husband, my kids, and Lainey sitting there with her whiskey and nobody else <laughs> doing anything. I'll just turn around. Like, what did you say? Yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. I'm on a call. <laughs> Quiet, keep it down. Sure, sure, I'll have a taco. Just wait. Quiet. <laughs> Good times. So, Maxine saved Lainey from alcoholism. Yes. As, like you said, we're drinking daiquiris right now. Um, anyway, so, uh, there was something I read, though, that, that it was spotted that a lot of uh, trucks were seen leaving late at night. So, I think they were still producing beer. No doubt. I mean, honestly, I would not doubt that. Most of the people making the alcohol were still making it, just had to take it underground. Because we had all those speakeasies in mm-hmm. underground places. They had to get it from somewhere. Yeah. They they just weren't, like, well-known in Texas, though. Like, I always wonder that about speakeasies here, because you never hear about it. It's always, like, Chicago, New York, the, definitely the New England all area. All port towns. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, because you'd be like close to Canada and stuff where they were definitely getting alcohol from Canada. And we're kind of far. We're far from Canada, but we're right there next to Mexico. Oh, we got all the cocaine, but no booze. What the hell? <laughs> I'm going to have to learn more. Cause I love the Prohibition era, okay? Like, that's one of my favorite eras to learn about. But I've never really heard anything about, like, Mexico doing any deals. Which, no slight to Mexico. I love Mexico. I've honestly been there i'm in the double digits okay like i've been there a lot but what was going on during prohibition were they bringing over alcohol yeah so i don't know during prohibition there was like a 90 ish year gap so i don't think there was bad blood with mexico but i wasn't here during the time so i can't specifically say the sentiment to mexico i also think it just if it if we did make trades and stuff during prohibition and it happened it probably just wasn't talked to us about often it's right one of those i mean it's not we, like on ledgers and stuff yeah, it's probably one of those things we haven't it. purposely tried to look up it might be out there yeah because well i love history but texas history specific I born here raised here okay and i'm 36 i've lived here all 36 years of my life i history uh, texas history specifically is not my favorite i do love u.s history which Texas is a part of that, but... Really? Um, Tell me more. We're <laughs> <laughs> in our own country. So it's just interesting, because I, I really don't know. Like, during Prohibition, I don't know what Texas was doing, but I know what the general census in the U.S., like, what was going on, especially in, like, the New England area, so... Yeah, I don't know. Texas was I'm saving go- horses and riding cowboys. That's what we were doing. What? <laughs> saving horses and riding cowboys. That's a country song. Okay. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. I'm a ter- okay, I'm a terrible Texan because I don't listen to very much country music. The only country music I ever liked came out of the 90s. Tim McGraw, 
George Strait, Alan Jackson, anybody else, I don't know you. Well, to be fair, you have been spending most of your life living in a gangster's paradise. (laughs) (laughs) I always joke around with the songs about my life, man. (laughs) It's not. It's not. Uh, Ashley and I actually did that song on karaoke night one night. Um, And weird, fun, not fun, interesting fact, I guess. Coolio was, his last performance was literally down the street from where I live. Like he played at the Frio, which is a restaurant down the street from me. And he died two days later. I feel like I don't remember you telling me that. I know you were the one who told me Coolio died. Yeah, but I don't remember you saying the Frio. I could have walked over to see him the other night. Yeah, I could have walked over to see him play, but no one told me that that would be his last or his very last or second to last performance. I don't know if he played the next night somewhere else, but yeah, yeah, he died like two days after that. It was crazy. Interesting. Oh uh, well, to uh, just what was I saying? Wrap that up a little bit. Just talking about badass. OG Emma. This was a time women couldn't even vote or murder someone, apparently, according to the dudes. They couldn't. She's over here keeping a lot of people employed and managing to keep a very difficult business open during this challenging time. Uh, By 1933, she turned over control of the company to a nephew, according to the websites, Otto's nephew. So she's Still, I guess, sounds like she could have picked someone on her side of the family if she had, you know, ill feelings toward Otto. But she kept it in the family, so that's interesting. Uh, But she very much remained a presence at the brewery until her death in 1943. What? Yeah. She lived another 50 years after her illness? Yeah. Okay. Let's... Are we really thinking Otto wasn't keeping her sick? Are we really thinking I, I'm really thinking you're, you are making a good point. I think she probably got in an accident, maybe broke some bones, um, and those healed, and she was getting poisoned. That's and Emma, bonkers. I wonder if Emma, too, was doing it. Maybe he was looking for a nurse that would you know break her code of ethics. Okay. And, and then she remarried, right? She married somebody else like while they were... Yeah. And she just ran away and disappeared. So I'm thinking she might have done something bad. No one knows where she went. Hotel Emmas, man. The Emmas. The Emmas. They're a wily bunch of women. I know. So the fortunes of the brewery, of course, had its ups and downs over the next six decades until it closed down in 2001. In 2002, Silver Ventures purchased the property and began to make renovations and reuse process. That created today's Pearl, which is a vibrant culinary and cultural village. Uh, it's it's like, I don't want to say an outlet mall because it's not, yeah. but it's an outdoor, beautiful pavilion type place. There's shops, there's restaurants. Uh, they don't have any chain restaurants. They're all specialty restaurants. Which I like that. I like that too. So. I mean, not like I don't dislike a Chili's every now and then, but I I prefer like a mom and pop type i know specialty restaurant yeah when i when i read that i was like remember how bad megan wanted a cheesecake factory (laughs) you wouldn't find that at the pearl that's because megan lives in a small town where they don't have a cheesecake factory so yeah they have they have more mom and pop restaurants there so sometimes you want to go to a chain restaurant oh for sure so i i get that but we live much closer to the city of houston you live in the city of houston so 
Yeah. You're more looking for the specialty stuff. Yeah. Well, let's try something different. So you can definitely take a look and find out for yourself uh, in San Antonio. Check out www.pearl.com. At pearl.com? A-T. Oh, okay. Not the at sign. Okay. www.pearl.com. A-T-P-E-A-R-L dot C-O-M. Uh, it's just, yeah, like I said, it's absolutely beautiful. There's the river. There's live bands. There's Oh, yeah, drinks, it is there right right on the, like, we walked along the river walk to walk there. So, yeah, it's really nice. You can bring your family, your dog. It'd be a nice date spot. And it's across the street from a really cute French restaurant that I've not gone to, but Aunt Julia says it's great. It's da bomb. Da bomb. Uh, but yes, the beautiful hotel that is named after Emma Kohler, Hotel Emma. And yeah, it's, it's just kind of a centerpiece of it all. It's freaking gorgeous. You could see the old part of the brewery. It's all still intact. There's five, basically five of buildings or spaces from the original brewery that are put together for this hotel. Uh, definitely, of course, new additions as well. Uh, construction on Hotel Emma began on December 10th, 2012, with three architects and design firms that are the Living Architecture, Roman and Williams, and Powell and Carson Architects and Planners. They kept most of the original architecture's integrity and design, the, all the existing machinery, a lot of the pieces were salvaged, as well as the original 130-foot brewery tower, which results in a bunch of different types of architecture. Uh, Hotel Emma officially opened on November 12, 2015. The hotel is a 146-room boutique hotel. It includes more than 160,000 square feet of floor space, 6,000 square feet of meeting and venue space. It also features cellar spaces for events and receptions, The hotel has two towers. The original towers, that's at 134 feet, has eight floors. And the newer constructed tower, that is 78 feet with six floors. And the final thing I'm going to say today, which was my favorite thing to read, that today at the Sternerworth Bar that sits inside Hotel Emma offers a drink called The Three Emmas. Its contents are Pearl Beer, Rose Cordial, Amontillado sherry, botanist gin, grapefruit, and lemon juice. That makes this infamous cocktail. However, the hotel staff warns, one is great and three will kill you. Wow. What a line. I know. Where does that come from? Where does that come from? The website said that? That's really funny. I love it. So uh, clever. None y'all mans need three women at once, okay? Get over yourselves. Get over yourselves the autos of the world yes you will die i can't (laughs) the mean girls quote you'll get chlamydia and die you'll get chlamydia and die (laughs) yeah probably died with chlamydia too i'm speculating but he definitely died you may have the auto one thing is for sure someone is definitely dead (laughs) (laughs) well guys shout out to fraser Oh, now I'm hungry for some tall salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah, let's go great together. They're calling again. Yeah, so that's Hotel Emma. That was, man, that was some, that was some tea right there. That was, I know. It was like we watched a little drama. Wow. Uh, that Real was Housewives bonkers. of 
Alamo City. Alamo. Please don't ever call it that. It's Alamo. Yeah. That hurts. That hurts my Texas heart to hear that. Yes. But, uh, yeah, that's it. That is the story. Uh, Ashley will be up next. Uh, either, oh, you'll figure it out when you hear it. Yeah, we don't know when we're going to post it yet, so I don't want to tell you. Um, three months from now. <laughs> probably not three months from now but we are recording a few episodes today so there should be at least a few episodes for the next couple of weeks so thank you guys so much for listening and being patient and for sticking with us if you're ever in the houston area give us a shout reach us at haunted.real.estate on instagram and haunted repod at gmail.com And if you're looking to buy or sell a house in the Houston area, I'm Ashley, and I would love to help you with that. So reach out to me. You can reach out through that same email, and I will get with you on the real estate side of things. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Was that too much? (laughs) too soon. So we'll end it right there on a weird note. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.